Hey there, I'm Kelly Lyons, and I spent 12 years binge eating, yo-yo dieting, and being food obsessed to finally listening to my body and being in control around food. And I've helped thousands of women all over the world do the same. And if you've ever thought, I just want to eat like a normal person, then you are in the right place and you most definitely are not alone. I'm dropping the tried and true secrets that go way beyond the food, the real talk stuff that the diet industry doesn't want you to know. So if you are done with starting your diet over every Monday, cozy on up and let's get started because I am here to show you how to stop letting food control your life so you can finally live it. This is the Food Freedom Society podcast. Hey friend, welcome to this episode of the Food Freedom Society podcast. This episode is dropping, what is it, like a week after New Year's? And if you are anything like me, you have probably failed your New Year's resolution already. So that is what we're going to be talking about. I am not a fan of hardcore New Year's resolutions. And yes, we have the resolutions like be more kind, hold the door for someone, read more books, whatever. Love that. Here for that fully. What I'm not here for is the crazy diets, the restriction, the feeling of having to be perfect. So this episode, we're going to be talking all about why I actually don't love New Year's resolutions, why it can actually backfire, and what we should do instead, right? So I feel like I have three big things to talk about, I think. I'm not really sure. We just kind of see how it goes here but <laughs> it's 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 really funny because I kind of go into this like all right January we're here beware of the fit fam and I'm not talking about like when you go into the gym on January and it's so crowded and you're like oh my gosh all these new year's resolutioners first off mind your business second off it does not matter how many people are in there we should all be happy for every single person because they're exercising trying to become healthier and trying to make a better version of themselves. So if you're someone who gets annoyed by the amount of people in the gym, um, stop, go find a corner, grab your dumbbells, leave everybody alone. And it's perfectly fine. And you're going to go just about your, go about your day and just have a wonderful day. And that really was not in my podcast notes. I just kind of go on a rant because as someone who used to work in a gym back in the day, I will admit that I was one of those people like, oh my God, the resolutioners, how dare they? And um, yeah, I was I was kind of a jerk back in my early 20s. So I'm just saying that as a little no judgment, but if that's you, just, just check yourself, right? But also we have to beware of the fit fan. And what I mean by that are the people like, yeah, no pain, no gain, have no sugar. I like, what are the, uh, I, hashtag fit fam. Like, you you know who those people are, right? The challengers, the 30 days, 10K steps, the, I don't know, 30 days, no sugar, the no carb, like whatever it is, these crazy challenges and these crazy rules that you think are going to fix you. And that's the key here. If I could like underline, if I had like a pen and I was writing on a whiteboard, the things that you, the challenges that you think are going to fix you, I would underline that or highlight it a million times. Doing a challenge or doing something or having a fitness resolution is wonderful if you go about it the right way. Meaning you want to get healthier in a way that works for you, or you want to challenge yourself because you want to grow, right? You want to try something new. You want to do something that you consider hard, right? There's nothing wrong with that. I am all for growing. I'm all for getting uncomfortable. I'm all for challenging myself. And I'm all for everyone challenging themselves. 
the thing that I'm talking about is stepping into something like this, thinking it's the thing that is going to fix you. So what I mean by that is when we go into something, right, and we try to be perfect, right? We don't have the sugar, we don't have the carbs, we go to the gym at 5.30 every single day, and we went from Halloween, Thanksgiving, if you celebrate Christmas, food, 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 to all of a sudden slamming on the brakes, January 1, you are going to be this perfect little angelic person because you are cured, you never need a carb again, hallelujah. We know that's not the case, right? So all you are essentially doing is going from one extreme to the other. The most extreme of the extremes during the holidays, if you are anything like me with food, to the other extreme, which all we know, if you look at your past, again, I say your past, all I'm doing is talking about myself here and hoping I can help somebody. (laughs) We have to recognize the pendulum will always swing the other way, right? The pendulum went up with the holiday food, went down with the perfect eating, and all it's going to do is go back up again. And it's going to swing back and forth. The goal is to stay out of those extremes and get the pendulum to stop. I actually don't know if a pendulum stops. Um, I feel like (laughs) there's a different analogy, but basically stop the swing. Stop the extremes. Right, guys? We are on episode, what is it? Uh, 26. If you've been here for a while, you know I just kind of go into my own things. And I know that you know that I know that you know that I know what I'm talking about. So we have to, this, this idea of being perfect and what it's going to be like and how we're going to be fixed and cured, that will backfire. And if you're like, well, no, it won't really well, I want you to know, well, I want you to think about has that ever backfired for you? I know it has for me. And it may not be, yes, maybe the January challenge that you did worked out for you, right? But what happens when you get back on track after the summer, right? What happens if you get back on track in the spring or to get your summer body ready or all those things we did? I want you to look at it from like a bird's eye view and recognize if you have to keep getting back on track, that means you just fell off track. We don't need, we can, we can get off the roller coaster ride for good, right? We can just stay on track in a way that feels good for us. It doesn't need to be this get on, get off, get on, get off. And unfortunately, coming in with a challenge or a resolution that feels like it's just going to be a short-term thing to fix something, that's not going to go well. Okay, so that's one. And then another thing just to kind of piggyback on that is what happens after? What happens when the challenge is done, right? Because I'm, whoo, I I got my challenges. I know, I know how to do them all, know how to do them all. And I don't think there was a day after the challenge ended where I didn't binge. I don't think there was a day that was like, I woke up and I was like, oh my God, I did it day 31. Let's keep going. That wasn't me. And that may not have been you either. What I do know is, as let's say it was a 30-day challenge, right? Like as it got closer and closer and closer. It wasn't so much hitting the finish line. It was more, I need to get this crap over with so I can eat again, right? And that day 31, it was like the floodgates have opened and I undid everything that I worked so hard for those 30 days, right? The pendulum, because we know it doesn't stop, right? I got to Google that after this episode. The pendulum swung backwards, right? It went up with the holidays, down with the challenge, and then right back up after the challenge ended. 
sometimes we go into these things, these resolutions with or challenges or whatever it may be with, um, you know, a, a support group and accountability and things like that. And hey, my Food Freedom Society members, they are so successful because they have that support. They have that accountability. They have each other. But at the same time, that's something that's for the long haul and it's no way restrictive and you learn how to have a life, right? And that's why my members are so successful. But in a short-term restrictive either challenge or resolution where you are not able to actually fix yourself at the root, all you're doing is setting yourself up to be in an environment that you are no longer going to have, right? What happens when the coaches are done? What happens when the support group ends? What happens when the Facebook group closes? What happens when you have to go back to work and you don't have that support in your phone or whatever it may be, and you have the donuts in the office, right, or in the break room or whatever it may be? When you are not setting yourself up with a realistic environment, it, again, is going to be short term. So if you've ever done a resolution or a challenge or whatever and failed miserably, miserably after, I'm, the reason I wanted to talk about this was to hold the space for you to know that it's okay, to know that it's not your fault. And you you guys know me, my tagline, it's nothing to do with willpower, right? You set yourself up to put yourself in an environment that you are not going to be long-term. So when you step out of that environment, you did not actually fix anything permanently. You stepped out and went back into an environment where you were trying to bring new habits in and having no tools to get through that right? So that's why it hasn't worked. And then the last thing I kind of want to touch on here is when you do something like this, you're just putting an arbitrary timeline on something, again, where you're not actually fixing. So it's it's really interesting because as a mentor for so many people, I really look at this through seasons, right? And now let's, again, let's let's jump back to that bird's eye view. I want you to take a look at Throughout your year, if you could have looked at 2023 or whatever year you started having this struggle, a year that you distinctively remember when you're like, oh, crap, things got bad. Things got weird here, right? Let's get weird. (laughs) It's like we start off January saying, all right, new year, new year, new me. That's what I meant to say earlier. Hashtag new year, new me. (laughs) So we start off in January with that, right? And then we fail. So let's give ourselves, let's let's be really uh, heroic here. We gave ourselves two weeks back to binging. Then all of a sudden it gets a little warmer. The springtime hits and oh my gosh, summer is going to be starting soon. We have to get summer bod ready. I'm trying to think of like how many ridiculous things that I've heard that I can slip into. So like Fit Fam, New Year, New Me, get that summer bod ready, right? We have to do that. So all of a sudden we're picking another arbitrary timeline. Spring, because we have to get ready for the summer. But again, we are not fixing anything. We're just thinking that a date on the calendar is going to change us, change who we are as a person. And that never works, right? Because here's the proof. Then summer hits and we have the vacations, the beach, the beaches, right? The parties, the barbecues, the, you know, July 4th, if you're in the States, the, um, I don't know, the rooftop happy hours, like whatever it may be. So we can't possibly stay on in the summer. And then September, okay, school year starting for kids. It's like a fresh hit in the fall, new season, right? Now we're really going to do it. We are really going to get back on track and undo everything that we did in the summer. But then why are we going to bother? Because the holidays are just a couple weeks later, 
right? And while that may sound so ridiculous as I say that out loud, I want you to see like, wow, have I actually done that? And yes, you may have not followed that pattern exactly, but if you are picking a date on the calendar to really change, I'm here to tell you the reason it is not changing is because you are not actually changing. All you're doing is turning the page on your life planner, which by the way, um, I just bought my second planner of the year because I didn't like the first one. So if you want to talk any any type A Virgos out there um, on their second planner, uh, the date of recording, which is January 3rd, yeah, send me a DM so we can uh, commiserate, commiserate together. But anyway, all you are doing is just, like I said, turning the pl- page on a planner, thinking that that's going to change you when you haven't changed your internal hasn't changed. The way you think and the way you speak in your actual brain neuroplasticity has not changed. So, you know, this is an episode of maybe a little tough love, but also a little like, hey, there's nothing wrong with you that it hasn't worked. You don't wake up on January 1st or, you know, May 1st or September 1st thinking, yep, this is it. I am a new woman. Yes, that may work, but it's for a short period of time. So if you're stepping into this year thinking, okay, this is what I'm going to do and have these insane goals, and again, not in a way to challenge yourself, but in a way to fix yourself, that's kind of how I want you to look at it. I want you to ask, has that really worked? And then I want you to press restart on this podcast and listen to it again. (laughs) But I also want you to say, okay, what can I do instead? What is going to serve me and help me? What is the one thing that I really want to get better at? And how can I make that into a smaller doable goal? So for example, if you are someone who wants to exercise more, great, that's really not tangible. Hey, I just want to exercise more. Okay, what does that mean? All right, well, I want to exercise five times a week. Okay, you're going to go from zero to five. That may seem really daunting. Okay, well, how can I start off with Um, you know, two or three times a week and one of those days doing something I really, really, really love, right? Or every single time doing something you really love. And then maybe only doing it for 20 or 30 minutes, right? First off, you're making it tangible, but you're actually making it doable rather than, oh, I just want to exercise more. Ready? Go. That's that's not going to stick, right? So I'm hoping what you're getting out of this episode is a little comfort in knowing, okay, there's nothing wrong with me. I just don't have what I need. And another reason that I'm talking about this is because I am hosting a live training today. Well, not today, today, the day this episode drops on January 8th, where I'm talking about the four-step method to make permanent changes to stop binging and overeating. And this training is free. And this training has helped over 8,000 women get the tools they need to make this a permanent and lasting change. So you do not have to spend your January to followed by your springtime and your fall, right? To just continue starting over because you just keep turning the page on the calendar thinking it's going to work. So to jumpstart on this, head over, register for my training. If you register, a replay will be sent to you via email. The uh, place to go is www.kellylwellness.com forward slash Jan workshop, J-A-N workshop. And I'm also going to link it in the show notes for you. But again, you deserve to have a year where you are feeling your best. You deserve to have a year where you are present in life without the feeling of being food obsessed all the time. So I cannot wait to see you in the training. I hope you got a ton out of this episode and I will see you next week. Talk soon. 
Thanks for hanging out with me and listening to the Food Freedom Society podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, it would mean the world to me if you could leave a review or share on your Instagram stories. And if you're on Instagram, be sure to follow me at Kelly L Wellness. Send me a DM to say hi and tell me your thoughts on the episode. See you next time.